Hey, what's cracking, everybody? Hall of Famer and cannabis connoisseur, the Godfather here. And when I'm at home and I'm on that smoke train, there's nothing better that I like to do than listen to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Can't Stop Talking About Wrestling. We're on episode 15. I'm here with Raymond. How you doing, Raymond? Happy 15. Happy 15. I'm doing great. A little tired, but happy 15. How was your 4th of July? Uh, pretty quiet. Uh, just hung out a little bit and tried to relax a little bit. Because unfortunately, it was work, break, back to work. So, uh, do they go, get these. You, I don't know if, any, if um, anybody knows, but you're in Florida. Uh, how's it? How do they do the fireworks there? Do you have to go to a park, or do they just everyone do it in front of their house, or? Uh, I mean, people do it um, in front of the houses, wherever. But I, I did go to a state park, uh, Gemini Park, to be exact, and uh, checked it out there. Gotcha. Nothing like Macy's, but but it was good. I don't really care for the Macy's. I saw some parts of the Macy's, excuse me, <coughs> on um, TV, and then I was um, I had a drive back home as I drove home. I think that's the best part is when you're on the highway, you have the view of different areas doing their fireworks and then when i got to the house well as i got closer to the house everybody was doing it in front of the house it looked like a war zone <laughs> like it, <laughs> it was just things exploding everywhere you didn't know where to look at all you heard was the sound effects it was just it was a a mad zone anyway um <laughs> from the last episode i was i called it um i'm solo because you guys left me so, so i was all by myself but um w- did, did you watch um money in the bank Oh yes, I did. It was honestly speaking, I think it was a pretty good show, solid show. I agree. Definitely. I agree. Lately, I mean, we're, they they keep on saying how cheesy it, it it sounds, but yeah, we're lucky to be wrestling fans right now because I, I feel like we just keep getting good wrestling right after another. It's it's never like oh that show was bad. I hope the next one's better. So like the especially like the pay per views I'm talking about, it's been good ones right after another one. So it, it's hard to say like oh this was like the best pay per view I've seen because. The next one's better, and the next one's better. But yeah, but what? Yeah, what? Are we, what? Are we, like your actual thoughts? Like I don't know. Uh-oh. You want to start with the men's match, Damian Priest? Yeah, uh, Damian Priest or the money men's money in the bank match. I think it was uh, a great match. Um, definitely, Logan Paul and Ricochet added uh, that I guess high flyer aspect to it, but. Uh, I'm happy that I really thought that what's his name was going to win Logan Paul, uh, but I'm happy that Damian Priest won that. So that, it was a really good match, and I'm happy he can get it. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna take the full credit, but I kind of called it as I had different scenarios. If you wanted a story, Damian Priest wins it. We have a story. Um, if you wanted the the suitcase, the brief, I'm sorry, briefcase to disappear for a little while, then you give it to Logan Paul. La Knight, I, I. I love Ellie Knight. I, I'm tired of hearing these bad things about him. I just, oh. I just don't think the briefcase was for him. Like I just, well, I mean, no, I'm sorry, about that. I was just gonna say you love him and London loved him because oh my god, honestly speaking, I think that it was great over there. I was like, oh man, now I want it to win. Once I started, like they were like, yeah, I was like, all right, yes. No, they they love he him. They love him. Triple H in the press conference was like, good things come to um, who wait, but um. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just don't see him cashing in. A good, a good cashing, and and I understand the, the, about the whole thing with the briefcase and just to have it and the hype. But no, I, I just, I and I don't know where this goes. I'm, I'm hearing SummerSlam against um Theory for the United States, 
Is that and let's say nah, he, but still, that's them giving him like, okay, we we acknowledge you basically, like we know they love you, so we, we can't give you a world title. Or, oh, I'm sorry, wait. I apologize. I thought you were talking about Damian Priest. No, 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 no. LA Knight, like to basically give him something so the fans could support him. Then yeah, you you have a, a little story from now, I guess, because SummerSlam is like right around the corner. Um, five you, weeks, huh? It's five it's weeks? five weeks. Is it? I thought it was shorter. Okay, five weeks. So we have like five weeks, hopefully starting this weekend. Sort of story with Austin Theory, because they're both on SmackDown, and Ali Knight, and build that up, and then let him take that title, and hopefully people will be satisfied with that. I don't know if I would, but yeah, I just don't see him in the mainstream, main event style fighting Roman or Seth right now. But um, yeah, and then I, I'm going to throw my little two cents, because this has nothing to do with AEW, but it kind of does. Um, Logan Paul and Ricochet. Wow, I said it before. Logan Paul shouldn't be that good, and he is. And now we're supposed to have like they're gonna be face to face next week, and most likely it leads to a match at SummerSlam. I gotta say, somebody in WWE must have been watching Forbidden Door and saying, <laughs> "We need a match like this. Who could do it? Because we don't have that many people that can have a match like the Kenny Omega match. So who can we do it? We Ricochet." Who could Ricochet do it with? Logan Paul. And that's what I think we're going to see. We're going to see some crazy stuff. Half half the time they're trying to kill themselves and all that. And it's going to be a whole different t- style of WWE wrestling. Because you're actually gonna now, Ricochet is going to do what he he's able to do. What he's capable to do. Because R- Ricochet, if you watch him anywhere else, he's wow. And when it comes to WWE, you can't do all that crazy stuff because your opponent doesn't do it. So it, it basically handicaps you. So now he's gonna have Logan Paul, who's willing, basically willing to do anything for the views. So <laughs> it's gonna be something crazy and a different kind of style that people are gonna probably say is the greatest match because a lot of WWE fans ha- haven't seen anything else besides WWE. So it's gonna be something different and good. Yeah, I hope they actually do kind of let them go because that's one of the things like I really want WWE to kind of let the wrestlers ever so often. You don't need to do it all the time, but let them go. Yeah. Uh, Sammy versus Shinsuke at the NXT TakeOver all those years ago. If you watch that, that was a great match. Uh, I think these two can deliver a great match. I just hope that let, they actually let them deliver a great match. Yeah, I mean, we could just pick around um, different stuff from um, Money in the Bank and then go off from there because I don't think it was a really big week so far. But, um, yeah, so many people hate LA Knight. Um, the most recent was um, Kevin Nash. I think he's a little um, late to the party <laughs> to complain about him, to complain about him because I mean I think we I, I felt like we already did this already and not just me we I mean like all of us the world wrestling world of everything I know uh, we've all said oh he reminds uh he's copying off a of Stone Cold he's copying off Stone of uh, the Rock he's this he's he's a mixture of both of them um and I feel like we got over that and now Kevin Nash comes. People actually are listening to his his stuff, and now just has brought it back up. And it's just like, but and he's not the first person. Let's just say he he is because so he he hasn't basically come out and said, hey, yeah, I'm copying off of them. He says what everybody else says. That um, for example, Raymond, if you you're a big time wrestling fan as I am, if we became yes. if, if we were that talented to become wrestlers, then we're gonna have something that's going to. Um, copy Mimic. or huh? 
What was that? That's a mimic. Yeah, mimic, copy, or tribute, something of our our style. It's going to be something from the Attitude Era. That is what we yeah. watch with a passion. Like, e- even when I, even like if I'm going to fake wrestle or whatever with a friend or something, I have a, a, some of my moves. Like, even maybe I don't look like it, but I feel like I'm copying off of somebody. And it's because if you. If you watch somebody a lot, and this is your favorite wrestler, and he says it, his main people that he watched was The Rock, was Stone Cold, was Ric Flair. So if you put all those people together and have your style, put your touch to it, I say why not? I mean, Ric Flair didn't get his style by himself. Hulk Hogan didn't get his style by himself. They've all given credit, or maybe they didn't. They just stole stuff from Dusty Rhodes. They stole stuff from Superstar Billy Graham. And guess what? One of them became the icon one of the biggest icons, and one of them basically has become the best wrestler, depending who you speak to. Thank God um, Mark's not here. But <laughs> oh, wait, wait, for Mark's, for Mark's sake, in his name, AEW sucks. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, he would have said that Ric Flair sucks. <laughs> <laughs> not, well, I'm saying that. I had to throw yeah, that in there. Yeah, he would, that's why I said that. He, he would have said that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, let's just be um, – it's not like he's copying off a of Coco Beware. He's copy of two of the biggest guys, and let's and we're using that word very lightly of of, of copy, yeah, loosely of um copy. But if you're going to mimic or whatever or pay tribute to two stars or any star, shouldn't it be the best one? It's two of the best. Yeah, I agree. It's two of the best ones with his touch to it. I say until we get a, a good interview from Stone Cold or. The Rock saying this guy is garbage. He's copying everything of me. I hate him. He he's a wannabe like that. I think everyone should just shut up. Yeah, I, no, and I agree with that because you know, like you mentioned, Ric Flair still Buddy Rogers, not the Nature Boy. Yeah. Buddy Rogers still his. Uh, you know, I think it's Buddy Rogers. Yes. But anyway, but took his gimmick and kind of made it his own. He says taking some gimmicks, the vest maybe from Stone Cold and the attitude from The Rock. But he's making his, and I, I, I don't know. Yeah, Hulk Hogan stole from Dusty Rhodes, Superstar Billy Graham, added his touch to it, and we got the great immortal Hulk Hogan, who everyone loves. And no one says, hey, you're copying, or your career is horrible because it wasn't real. Like, come on. We move That's on. A, and guess Kevin what? Nash. And guess what? Five, ten years from now, if we're, we're still talking about wrestling, um, there's going to be someone else. It happens. <laughs> e- even with, even stories. Characters, stories, it repeats. It happens. Sorry. Get over it. It's wrestling. Just try to enjoy it. Listen, Kevin Nash has to remember he was Oz at one point. Yeah. I'm just saying that. Right, Moving he's, on. He's going <laughs> to say that was original. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we have about uh, Money in the Bank? Uh, David Priest is the champion. Oh. Yes. Go. Because so, yesterday, because um, we were kind of discussing last week, which we may get into a little bit more before we can discuss now. But we were anticipating the beast. Yes, and didn't happen because uh, I, I figured, honestly speaking, I thought Dominic was going to win because of the beast. But I think when, when Cody won, fair and, and, and in the middle of the ring and walked away, I said, "Where? What happened?" Right. Well, but before that, we got Drew McIntyre. As uh, he, he before that, before that match, Drew McIntyre came out. So when Drew McIntyre came out, I knew that was the surprise. So we, I, I can't see two people making big returns at a pay-per-view. So as soon as Drew came yeah. out, I, I know that's it. There's no more surprises for the rest of this match, for the for the rest so, of the event. So speaking of Drew, um, we can, I, I think we kind of all had the idea he was coming back maybe, potentially, as a heel. 
Are you happy the way he came back and who no. he's trying to aim for? No. Or? I, I, I mean, we have our right to feel the way we want to feel. I don't like Drew. I might like him if he was evil Drew, bad Drew, whatever. If he joined the the Vikings or he joined anybody. But I just, I don't know. I've never, I never really cared for him. Especially as, as a a good guy. So, yeah. I'd rather have him have that grudge, like, be mad at, like, basically what Finn is going right now. I guess you can't have two of the same stories. Like, he, he missed his opportunity. He won the title. No one was there to cheer for him, blah, 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 blah. He carried the company. Yeah, I just don't really care. And we still have a chance to get evil, Drew. I mean, I don't know how long his contract is, but yeah. You, do you think this is just him finishing off his contract? Because I think from what I saw online, I could be wrong, but it was WWE extending his contract for that length of time, so maybe to get it over with, he's doing what he needs to do just to get it over with. Um. Yeah, it, it's funny because when he returned, if you listen to the announcers, they kept talking about, he's here, he's here to stay. You can't go by your by listening to people's rumors and all of that. Um, the internet was saying that he's gone. No, he's not. He is here. So, I don't know. They made a big thing about it. I don't know how long his contract is for, the extension. I, If you want to go by rumors, he wasn't coming back unless there was a good story. So, I don't know if he's promised the title um, or if he's promised a really good story. I, I, don't, know. I don't know. He's back. So, I, um, I guess we have to wait from now for the next couple of weeks, see where this goes. Does he lose and then turn into Evil Drew? Or does he win the title and he's happy? Uh, I don't know. I don't. I think he needs a tie partner, to be honest. I think him and well, Sheamus should have stood already. as tight. Yeah, yeah they, I think he should really stood there. And even turn them both bad, like, you know, and go for the belts. That would have been, I think, pretty good. That's to kind of get him readjusted, I guess. Yeah. Um, what other matches we have? Um, I was almost correct with the, the fight that no one cared about. Ronda and Shayna versus Raquel and Liv. I had, my prediction was that um, Raquel and Liv was going to lose and Raquel was going to turn on Liv. Um, surprise, I had, surprise. Yeah, I had the match on. I have to admit, I'm so sorry, ladies. I was not paying attention. And all I know is that I heard some big commotion and I turned around and Shayna's beating the shit out of Ronda. I'm like, wait a minute, that's your partner. <laughs> I was totally shocked. But what was even better was her promo the next day. You, oh, yeah. I mean, that was like what every fan is thinking about. The whole thing about you, you're, you're giving wrestling a bad name. You're ruining wrestling for me. Or, or everything that, she, that Shayna said was perfect. And, but I think it's so perfect that they're trying to make Shayna the heel. And Ronda's supposed to be the good person. I don't. I don't think they're going to be cheering for Ronda. Ronda was getting her ass kicked, and they were cheering. And yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and um, this this was supposed to be, I think, a Mania match, if I'm correct. That's what I keep hearing. But Ronda is supposed to be leaving WWE for I don't know for a short term or long term. I don't know if it's just because she wants a break or if it has to do with a return to UFC. But they pushed the back, pushed it earlier to, to SummerSlam, so they're gonna rush this to SummerSlam. And then after SummerSlam, we're not gonna see Ronda for I don't I don't know it might be forever because I, I how long do you, do you keep coming back and forth if you're gonna train for UFC that takes a lot out of you and after that do you want to get back into this ring when you were getting the groove so I don't know do you think uh, 
See, uh, this is where I get a little annoyed, not with the the story or the match or anything like that, but it's I feel like you know five weeks is not enough to build a story between the two. Yeah, okay, she turned on her, she beat on her. They're gonna have a few promos here and there to kind of promote SummerSlam, and I'm like, that's not. But that's like I don't know. I, I if, if if we well they are raw, so we have like four maybe four, I don't I don't know I don't have a calendar in front of me four or five more raws. I mean, if, if they're gonna do this every week. Then yeah, that's enough time for a story. Like, everything can be be like the bloodline, and even now people are complaining. I I, I didn't I didn't catch the names of them, but some people like they say Hall of Fame people are complaining that the bloodline story is too long. I get over it. The bloodline story it is perfect. You wanna know how perfect this is and how good it is? Besides, I'm always saying that it deserves an Emmy. <laughs> I, I have a friend who hasn't watched wrestling. She said she said the last time she watched wrestling was Iron Sheik was wrestling. So what's, what, what, we're talking about like late 80s. And she said that was the last time she watched wrestling. I was like, hey, check this out. You don't have to watch wrestling. You don't have to watch the match. I just want you to watch this. I don't know if it was three minutes. It was the promo for the why the Civil War is going on with the bloodline. I was like, just watch this and all of that. She watched it. It finished. Her words. Exactly. Oh, my God. What happens next? She wanted to know who won the Money in the Bank match. What's going to happen next week with the... On SmackDown, like she was like, this is the greatest thing. She was like, it's it's perfect, and this is someone who hasn't watched <laughs> wrestling since the eighties. So I'm saying this story is perfect. It will hook anybody if you give it a chance. It is crazy. It is perfect. I don't know if they thought about this three years ago, and it, or they just hey, we're just gonna have this match, and this is gonna go on. Maybe we'll end it in a year, and then it just took a whole life of its own. Or did they really say, hey, this is this is gonna be a, our longest best story ever. Let's just take our time with it. I don't, I don't know about that, but it's it's great. <laughs> See, I, I won't give WWE that much credit. I think <laughs> I, I I think WWE kind of looks at a year in advance. So, like as WrestleMania finishes, they look at next year. Um, I think it's just as they've been going, it's just been really developed really well. I don't know if it's just the right writers or you know maybe Triple H is doing, but I feel like this has really been a great story. Like you said, yeah. Anyone that says that this is bad TV or it's too long, uh, you know, maybe you guys stop looking at your cell phone every five minutes. <laughs> yeah. I hate when people say, "Oh, this is too long," or um, I, I can't, I can't give my full attention to it. But at the same time, they give their full attention to their phones or to uh, a fifteen-minute YouTube video. <laughs> Or a TikTok video and, and not not stop. If you if you could give your it's it's just about being entertained. So if you gave Listen, something a got, chance, yeah. No, I was, I was gonna say they got they got pills for that for the ADHD. <laughs> just go take some of those, watch the wrestling, and shut up. It, no, if you're entertained, you're entertained. If you're not, if you don't like something, you you that's where you are gonna turn away and look at something else. For example, the I'm sorry to say the women's match. I took a glance at that and then I turned around. For a few minutes, and I missed the whole commotion of Shane Attorney. But yeah, um, what else happened? Um, we have the crazy ending. It wasn't that dramatic ending for the main event, but yeah, we got. I guess the, in WWE eyes, the dramatic was that Roman took the pin. Yeah, I, I saw that. I was like, okay, because you know, I WWE has this thing where they give away something. Because in the beginning of the match, the first thing they say is, Roman has not been pinned in yes. three and a half years. 
don't say anything because I, I they they giving clues yeah. and I'm like I don't want. Well, that clues. that's them. That's them letting you know when it, so when it happens, you play. Oh, I, he just said he has a bit. Oh, so now it becomes a bigger thing for the person who wasn't paying attention for the three years. Owing Michael Cole at the end. Oh my God, he just got pinned. It hasn't been in three and a half years. Oh my, yeah. you know, make it a big deal well, at the I, end. Of the night. Don't I make think, it so much. In the I game. think sometimes they need to do more of that. Honestly, like when uh, Matt Riddle came back and he attacked um, the Usos and um, Solo, they didn't make a big thing that the last time we saw him was because everyone's thinking he got he left because of a drug suspension, which is true. Yeah. But also, his last match on Raw was he got attacked by the Bloodline. They beat him so bad that that's why he's off of TV. So it makes perfect sense that when he comes back, he's attacking them. And they never said anything about like, oh, yeah, he's upset because what they did to him. It was just like, oh, this is an odd couple. No, it's not. It's not an odd couple. He's there for a reason. He wants revenge. So like stuff like that, they, I think they missed the board. But then, like I said, for them to... um. Make everybody know that he hasn't been pinned. It's just a little hint. So when it happens, like not a lot of people will catch that. But when it does happen, they'll be like, oh, he just put it in my head. It's been this much days. Oh, this is something big now. Boom. Man. Man, at the end of the match. Don't do it in the beginning of the match. Because as soon as they said that, I'm like, red flag. Something's happening. All right. Anyway. So here's a question about that, though. It's, I guess, a two-part question. You just said WWE only thinks one year in advance. So supposedly from WrestleMania, when WrestleMania was over, the next day, if they had a, a blueprint, the blueprint is Cody faces Roman at WrestleMania 40, and that's when he finishes Cody's story. Mm. Um, if that's the case, now that Roman took the pin, does it mean less, the same, more when Cody pins? Or is it just, uh, oh, we don't care about the pin, we're just happy that he got the belts? Good question. So, I'm if, sorry, if t- I titles. Had to cut- yeah, so with the pin, I think that it didn't bring it down a notch because Roman got pinned. Um, it's going to mean something because he took the title from Roman, but this is just now starting the fracture of the foundation. As the months go by, it's going to start breaking more, and then soon, before you know it, you have a big old hole, and Cody's just going to put the house right in that, uh, gotcha. that hole. So. I think, yeah, Cody winning is going to mean something, but it's not going to mean as much because he didn't get the first time game. It's going to mean a lot. It's going to mean a lot because I'm going to be there. And it's, <laughs> it's going to be a great feeling that I can say I was there. But um, I, I know you don't watch that much AEW, but every time mm-hmm. I think of, of WrestleMania 40 and Cody winning, there's something that happened in AEW that it would be kind of cool. That I thought about it the other day while I was driving, and I, it sounds stupid, corny, whatever. I got like goosebumps. I got chills. Just think if this <laughs> will, if this would happen. Um, I can't. Right. I can't. I I think it was a, a dynamite episode. It was Kenny Omega versus Hangman, and uh, the young bucks were outside. Anyway, um, real short, fast. Hangman was gonna do his move on on Kenny Omega. And, of course, the Young Bucks were on Kenny Omega's side. But basically, it was like the elite, a little trouble inside. And Hangman was worried about doing his finisher because he felt like the Young Bucks were going to interfere. And they just, like, looked at him and gave him, like, nod. Like, oh, yeah, sorry, that. Like, 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 ended already. I feel like if, if Cody's about to do some finisher on, on Roman and, and the Usos are there, 
and they give him like the nod, like finish it, or they even you can since WWE's been doing that later, like they talk and you can hear everything. Like finish your story or finish the story. If let's say Jay screams that out loud, finish the story, and and Cody does a, a finisher on Roman, and that's how they win. Look, I'm sorry, you. Uh, I got. <laughs> I feel like the Rock right now. I got goosebumps. <laughs> Uh, it, it, call me what you want. I got goosebumps just saying that's just just seeing Jay scream, finish the story, and he finishes it and pins, and I'm there and I'm cheering. It is a WrestleMania <laughs> moment for a lifetime. Let me tell you, sir. I'm, I'm gonna give you some credit after. I got a little goosebumps. On my <laughs> too, so. I'm telling you, if if you've been watching this for three years, the story. Forget about I've been watching wrestling forever. If you've been following the story for three years. And the whole Cody, Cody situation and, and doing it for his dad and everything. but And just Jay doing that. Because you know Jay's going to fight Roman at SummerSlam. And he's not going to win the title. If he does, great. And then everything's all screwed up. But I say he doesn't. And it goes, <laughs> it goes all the way to WrestleMania 40. And yeah, I keep saying if Jay could scream out, finish the story. And he get, like, Cody gets their approval. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's great. See. Uh, now you're gonna make me want to go to WrestleMania just because I was you there. better. I, I thought you were coming. We we're gonna go chill in Philadelphia and cause trouble. But um. listen, that <laughs> always still happen. I'm still debating, but with the WrestleMania because I was there for the you know I wasn't there for the WrestleMania 36 because no one was nowhere. But I was there for 37. Didn't get to see the pin. Didn't get to see it at 38. Didn't get to see it at 39. But you're gonna probably potentially at least I know you'll be there. I don't know about me, but be there at 40 when after all these years. It finally comes off of it. And I've never done two nights of WrestleMania, but I'm going big I'm going big at 40. Since it's the big 40th anniversary, I'm doing Saturday. I'm doing Sunday. Friday morning, I'm going to be training with Seth Rollins. I'm, I got everything packed down. <laughs> it, is, it is good. I'm ready to go. Everything is good except my luggage. Nothing's packed up yet, but yeah. But listen, as long as, you don't, as long as you don't mess with Rhea, we got no problems. Yeah, you saw her talking to Cena? Or to, oh, I'm sorry, talking to herself? <laughs> <laughs> WWE posted something up backstage. They were both talking. It, oh yeah, I think actually didn't see that. Though. Yeah, it's on the WWE um, Facebook page or whatever. It's funny. Um, what else? Anything the else in Money in the Bank? Match. The women's match. The women's. Oh yeah, the EO. EO. I like the ending. The ending yeah, I, I thought it was the greatest ending. I didn't pick that. I didn't. I didn't predict that at all. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I. I the women's match was a really good match as well. I think. Maybe the men's match was a little bit better. I would say it wasn't much better, but I think I would give it like a notch more or two more right. than the women's match. But I think that uh, it's different, right? Because you have people that, you know, it's like names already. You got Trish, you have Becky, you have all these other people. So they give it to EO. I think it was a great idea, and I love how EO won it. And then kind of put them both on handcuffs and climbed over yes. Becky. Uh, oh, Bailey. Bailey. <laughs> Went over Bailey and climbed and got it. I was like, that was the best thing. I was like, that was the best way to do it. Did you watch the press conference? Um, I caught some of it. Um, did I you didn't watch? Catch, I didn't watch the whole thing. Did you see the Bailey part or no? No, I, so I, she, I didn't get that one. It seems like she's um not copying, of course, but like I said, stories just happen to be almost the same. She's basically the um the Christian of AEW. Oh. So she's carrying the briefcase through the whole press conference. She's holding a briefcase. She's looking like she she's the champion. Like she won it and all of that. And like Eo has to like snatch it from her. But every second she gets, she's holding on to it. So yeah. I, <laughs> so I don't know if that's where they're gonna keep going going in the future with that. Or I heard somewhere else down the grapevine that um Bailey's gonna try to talk her into cashing in on the women's tag team titles. 
so she could you know, be a part of it. But you know, and here's the funny thing because you know, if WWE can they're they're fickle. I'm gonna use Daniel Bryan's thing. They're fickle because Otis won it a few years ago, and then somehow, some way, The Miz got it by beating Otis. So, do you think a they're gonna implode between now and SummerSlam to have a match at SummerSlam, or do you think? Uh, down the line, they're gonna have some kind of match where EO may defend it and lose it, and give it to someone else so they can cash. Um, with the what I I'm sorry I'm gonna say this, but um, if EO's gonna cash in, she's gonna cash into your woman, to mommy. No, take that back. <laughs> yeah, the only reason I see that is because of what happened on Raw. Like all of a sudden now, Natalia got like a little edge. I can see her like fighting. Ripley again, um, beating her to no DQ, leaving her hurt, and then have EO cash in because now she's hurt because Natalia hit her with a chair or went crazy, went psycho on her and left a, a injured uh, Rhea Ripley. Besides that, what? the the women's title is looks like it's gonna be a three way with um Charlotte, Bianca, and Oscar. Maybe they go. They get the ass kicked, but do you want to send Eo to SmackDown? So I definitely see her saying on Raw, but wait, wait, I'm sorry. Is um Eo part of SmackDown or Raw? She was on Raw. She, she was on Raw this week though. That's why. Or was she? What? No, I'm trying to remember. I remember a backstage segment with her and Rhea basically telling Rhea to watch out. She might have just been there to submit it. Yeah. You know, everyone trout. But uh, I will confirm in a moment. But, I mean, I can see EO because, you know, Asuka, and, you know, they both have that language barrier. And I think to maybe help fill that gap, they may put them in the same brand. Yeah. If they're I mean, not already. I can see a, those are two ways she could cash in. Natalia bangs up um, Rhea Ripley or the three-way woman match at SummerSlam. Goes crazy. And whoever wins is, is out of it because they just had a great grueling match. Of a triple threat match, and she catches it on SummerSlam, and that becomes a big thing. I really hope they don't do something silly with her and Bailey, and that I don't know Bailey's a champion now. I mean, someone has to cash in. Those are the two opportunities to cash in with those kind of women's champions. Or, but from what I like, I said that little thing that I heard about Bailey talking her into cashing in on a women's tag team title, and then they're both tag team cha- champions, and then they could implode and so on and so on. Yeah, and I can confirm EO is in SmackDown. So okay. there's a chance that she can maybe try to cash it in in SmackDown. But I, if she is going to cash it on Mommy, I hope it's at the Royal Rumble. Rumor is Royal Rumble is supposed to be in Orlando. So I do look forward to hopefully attending that. At least if nothing else, the beginning of the road to WrestleMania. Okay. Um, anything anything else about Money in the Bank? Or Raw? Uh, oh, we do have Raw. Yeah. So uh, let's go into Raw. Seth, Seth Rollins opens up, and he's talking about his, his next challenger, blah, blah, blah. Cody comes out, which is shocking, because you thought maybe he's only thinking about the universal. But no, he's thinking about the world title now. But before he even gets to say anything, the Beast finally shows up. Brock Lesnar's there. They go crazy. They fight until someone can break it up. And that's definitely a uh, SummerSlam match. I don't know what the stipulation is going to be, but... That's where we're going with that. Yeah, I, I hope it is a good match. I hope it's a brutal match in some sense. I just found it, you know, a little funny that as soon as his quote hand heals, 
that uh, now Brock shows up. I'm like, they couldn't wait, like, you know, either A, beforehand, well, Bro- put a beating on him. Well, Brock is smart. He doesn't want to get hit with that cast again. Listen, you're Brock Lesnar. You can take <laughs> it. <laughs> he didn't look like he could take it before. But yeah, um, Listen, we got to see a little more of the Judgment Day falling apart. Seems like Finn is nuts, not supporting and has um, Damian Priest back 100%. So it's interesting where they're going to go with that because it seems like Rhea and Dominic are backing up Damian Priest and Finn is on his own vendetta. Let me ask you this. Since we're talking about Judgment Day, do you think at this point the, the tombstone's been written for Judgment Day in the sense that they're almost kind of going to go their own directions now? And maybe some of those stay together like Rhea and Dom? Or do you think that you know, they're going to stay together. They're going to change members. I can see. I I can see them just staying dumb three. I can't see them adding somebody else, unless. On, on, the only reason I say this is because, like I said, it looks. It seems that Rhea and Dominic are on Damian's side. If they weren't on his side, then I'm like Damian Priest is going to be replaced. Now, if I say Judgment Day stays with them three. And Finn is the one that steps out because he he thinks they don't they're not his friends anymore. Then Finn will go on his own and find his own partner that we've all seen little tidbits of and sneak peeks of. But yeah, uh, yeah. From like I said, from what's been shown, it seems them three are together. We got a little uh, mommy talking a little more Spanish now to Damien Priest and all that. So <laughs> she might be taking Spanish classes during the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what else? On the side notes, um, Sting was talking about his um, retirement match coming up soon. He said he has thought about it, and but Tony Khan has told him that he could stay in AEW as long as he wants. He doesn't have to rush and think about a retirement match anytime soon. So, we don't know if we're going to get that in Wembley or not. Hmm. Let me ask you, okay, because I don't, please let me know because we may have talked about it or missed it, but Staying in his flash, uh, and his tooth, I think he has some kind of tooth injury and busted lip and from that jump that he did to the table. Yes. Do you think that, because I saw that, I thought it was like a little, I'm not going to say sloppy. I think he was careless because I felt like that, you know, at his age, that was a little too far for him. But uh, do you think that speeds him up because now he's starting to feel like the guy that doesn't belong in anymore? Do you think that speeds up his retirement? Um. Retirement is always going to be about how your body feels. I always say that, and Undertaker is the best person to say that. It's all about recovery. When you, it starts taking you longer to recover, and and that's with anything. That's what if you train really hard, if you're a CrossFitter or whatever. There's only something so much that your body could take. Your body will tell you when it's time to take a break. How long is a break? That's up to you. That becomes into what's in, what runs through your mind. But yeah, you're getting thrown through tables. 20 feet in the air or getting dropped on your head or on your shoulder. And you're like, oh, when you're younger in your 20s, the next day you're like, oh, I'm going to take a couple of Tylenols and wash it down with a beer and I'm good. <laughs> After a while, you're like, oh, I'm, I need a day or two. And then you start using the tape and you start g- going for massages and all that. And you're like, oh, wow, this it still hurts. And that's when you, that's when you have to figure out. So only Sting will really know. And I, and I think AEW does a great job. When it comes to like legends and everything, they don't they don't get abused and used every time. They use the right way. Sting has, 
um, what's the right word? It's not an ego, but I mean, for him to want to jump from the top, and I, I thought it was kind of cool. Like, basically, he told Darby, go back down. I got this. And he did it. I don't, I don't know why he wants to start because I, I can't see Tony Khan saying, hey, Sting, I need you to jump off the ladder today. I, 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 I can't see that happening. So it's definitely, this is what Sting wants to do. So now it all depends on how he recovers from that. And, and we go from there. If he keeps on wanting to do this, it seems like it's it's his time when to, to say it's over. Yeah, I hope you know he lasts a little bit longer. But um, I, I, if he is going to do it, I hope it is in front of a large crowd, almost almost WrestleMania esque. Because um, I think AEW's uh, props to AEW, they are going to have almost I think seventy thousand people. Right, um, and you know. All right. On on that note, let's step out for our eight count and come back out. Come back in to the ring. <laughs> All right, we're back. So, um, real quick, I want to talk about um Gable St- Stevenson. That's his, that's how you pronounce his last name, right? Stevenson or Stevenson? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's Stevenson. Um, I had mixed feelings about him. Um, yesterday at NXT, it was his version of um Suplex City, and I was very impressed. The weird story about it is because two years ago, we expected him to make like a big noise in wrestling, and I expected him to be in NXT. Then last year, we didn't see him for like a whole year because of him being in the Olympics and him doing great. Last year, he was drafted, which I'm not sure why they did that. He was drafted to Raw, but we never saw him. Almost, a, I guess, a year later now, he shows up at NXT, and he shows you what, what, a little tidbit of what he could do. It wasn't a match, but he did suplex people left and right short guys big guys fat guys small any kind of size of guys he was showing you that he could do it seven feet tall the guys everything he was just suplexing them looked awesome i'm i'm a big fan now all of a sudden i like i want more but we're not going to get more because he wants to do the olympics again he feels like he, he has it in him one more time to get that gold medal again which is good but it's also weird because maybe because he hasn't really had a match yet the old way was you can't do that because if you lose, you're going to make the WWE brand look bad. Uh, um, where I'm going with this, Mark Henry really is or was the strongest man in the world. He won a contest to claim that, then became a wrestler. People were telling him, oh, you do all that fake stuff, you fake stuff, you lost it. You're not strong no more, you're not the strongest man no more, blah, blah, blah. So he was like, he took that personal. So he was like, I'm going to go back and compete for the strongest man. But for you to do that, since you belong to, I'm sorry to say, but you belong to WWE, you're under contract, you have to get permission. He sat down with Vince and said, hey, I want to do the world's strongest man again. Um, Vince McMahon gave him his blessing, but he told him, if you, and this came, came I'm not making this up. I, I didn't hear it from somebody else. This is, I heard this from Mark Henry. Not personally though, but yeah, but I, I've heard it. Yeah. Mark Henry say it. Vince McMahon said, you could do it. But if you lose, you can't come back here. Because now you're not the strongest man no more. If you lose that title. You won that title, you, you can run with it as long as you want. But if you join the contest again and lose, and someone beats you, you're not the world's strongest man no more, and we can't use you here no more. So he sat back, talked to his family and all that, decided to do it, and win it. Perfect. So that's what all I'm trying to say is that Gabriel Stevenson now saying, I need to win the Olympics again for the gold medal. If you lose the Olympics to another country or... To whatever, 
it makes you look, just look a little weaker. So um, the only reason I'm going to say they, they letting him do this because he is under the WWE contract is because he hasn't had a real match. Because I, I think as soon as he has his first match, it's like, I'm sorry, the Olympics is over. Let's go. But not this way. They could say, if you could keep him doing these little stunts of suplexing this guy, suplexing this guy, come in, do that, walk around with your gold medal, go to the Olympics. Now there's a WWE superstar at the Olympics. Hopefully he wins. I don't know. It's a very touchy subject when it comes to business-wise. But Let me ask you this. Um, one, I, I'm hoping they have Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar or Kurt Angle. For what? Those would be for this training him, like the purpose of training. Because, you know, they, they can give him, because they, they come from that style. But my, my point with this is, do you think that him not wrestling in WWE as of yet is because his confidence is not there? Because it's one thing to do real wrestling, I, I'll use the word quotes, real, and then WWE. And to be that character and be that level 100 from the real character, do you think it's that? Two years ago, um, I believe it's the poster that's behind you, on in Dallas was, was it two years ago in Dallas? Yes. Uh, no, the last uh, year was in uh, Dallas. Yeah, yeah. When he made his appearance, yeah. or was it a SummerSlam? I can't remember. When he first like made his appearance in a ring, he grabbed the microphone. I did. I didn't like the, where the confidence comes from. What you're talking about? I didn't feel the confidence there. Two years have passed since that time has come. Um, I'm hoping he's working somewhere. I hope it's not just I'm getting ready for the Olympics and training. I don't know where his mind is at, like how bad he wants this as a pro wrestler. Because when you remember, there's a lot of interviews with Kurt Angle. When you when you do it, for, I'm sorry, for real, and you do it like that, you like you, you, same thing like with Ronda. You take you take it for a little like like a like as as a part-time job basically like oh well if i done this for real and i really had to fight somebody and everything i could do this easy and they don't take it seriously i'm hoping that he'll take it seriously because i truly believe if he does there's like i don't i big things for him to happen like he could be maybe the next kurt angle or better and kurt angle is from from his record from where he's come from and everything is one of the greatest so i truly believe he could be up there if he takes it serious. I don't know how his mic skills are because he still hasn't really talked on the mic since that first appearance. But um, I see big things happening. For, hopefully, we have to wait till after the Olympics to actually see him kick somebody's butt or go into a, a real ring and fight for 10, 15 minutes. But yeah, I could definitely see him doing the Ironman match and lasting 60 minutes with somebody. I don't know if... um, if I think Kurt Angle's already... Kurt Angle might give him some tidbits, but actually hit hit the the mat. No, you could probably do it with Brock. He is close friends with Brock. They both went to the same college, and there is a video, but this is way back, of Brock wrestling with him, on at the college on the mat, and he went toe to toe with Brock, in, in the the amateur style of wrestling. So yeah, I don't I don't know if if um everyone thinks Brock Lesnar is this mean person, and he doesn't talk to anybody. But that's not true. So I don't know how close he is to actually say, "Hey, let's go, let's go hit the mat, and I'll show you some stuff." But what I know is he is an NXT guy, so he is probably getting taught by Shawn Michaels and everybody in that that school there. Yeah, I would hope they would, because if you're, because they, I'm sure they invest a lot of money, like they did with uh, Mark Henry, 
uh, Kurt Angle because these people have titles behind them. But he needs, I think, The Miz because it was great with the mic. He needs someone like The Miz there with him. He needs Brock Lesnar there. I think he needs Kurt Angle there. That's to get him, I think, to the next level. And it was funny because I do NXT sometimes down here, the, the live version of it. And I haven't seen him at a show either. So it's like, is he, if he's just practicing at the performance center, I don't know if that's doing him justice. Either. Yeah, that or, I, I supposedly I think he has a ring in, in his house or nearby, like they did with Edge. It was, it's not in your backyard, but it's it's in a local place that you can just drive up probably five minutes and train. Who who are you training with? Like, I haven't heard anything either. And when I say I hope he's taking it seriously, I remember the day of, um, I think it was the day of the draft. And he posted a live post of a video while war was going on. Him watching a, a football game or something. or Whatever sports thing was going on, he was watching that. And I was like, it's a little slap in the face, like. There's a draft going on. There's a, it's a big time for wrestling, and you're posting about something else. I was hoping that it was going to be like he's just, it was just for like a gag, and he he was going to show up on Raw or something for the draft. But no, he was actually watching some other sports while the big draft for wrestling was going on. So when I see stuff like that, I'm like, you're not taking it serious. That's why I say someone like Logan Paul, people give such a hard time and talk trash about him. But when he's there, he is there. He's 100% there and everything. So I just hope he just takes it serious after the Olympics and gives it his awe and wows everybody. Is it for the summer games or is that yeah, it's summers, right? I would assume it's summer. Because then that's 2024. I believe so. July. Yeah, I will have to do research on when the next Olympics is and for wrestling. And But yeah, I think the, the wrestling, I, I, if I'm correct, is a summer sport for the Olympics. So. All right. Uh, let's let's see. Time what's up. Moving on. Uh, SmackDown, we have the the trial for the bloodline. They're going to put um, Roman up, and they don't think he should be the tribal chief no more. They have someone in mind. If it's not The Rock, I don't care. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, they're going to talk about Jay. Jay's good. That's obviously the, where they're going to go with this. Because Jay got the pin. Jay's getting that match at SummerSlam. He's getting that match, but I mean, if you're going to say, like, we know someone that deserves to be the tribal chief and everything, I mean, he needs... I don't know. I think they, Let's see how it goes. I mean, I think they missed a big I, for, opportunity with The Rock. Even if it was for one pay per view. I don't think that's their issue. I think it's more The Rock's issue. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely me, The Rock's, Rock's issue. issue. It's, it's The Rock's issue, it's Dwayne's issue, it's whoever you want to call him at that moment it's Black Adam issue and you would think after Black Adam doing bad and your TV show getting cancelled you're like I'm joining the bloodline like I'm gonna get my name back <laughs> up there famous and get the millions and millions to support me but I don't know let's um let's end this with um not a negative thing but something that you love to, to bring up once in a while the ratings for Collision oh okay I, so let me see. Mm-hmm. I, I saw it. It was. It was. It, the ratings are bad. You, you don't have to come up with exact numbers. It just bothers me. It, it the ratings were bad, and we could come up with excuses. It was taped. It was. It came on right after Money in the in the Bank. Um, me personally, if it's taped and I got the results already, and the results don't look like, oh my God, this person showed up, or a title changed hands or you have to watch this match because it was the greatest match in the world 
If, if I don't hear that from the reviews of what happened, I'm not going to watch it at that moment. I might watch it down the line or put it on while I'm washing dishes or something. But I'm not making it my business to watch it at that moment. Especially after right after Money in the Bank, after we watched wrestling for four hours. I'm not going to just flip the channel for something that's, that was taped, right? And plus, even if it wasn't taped, the lineup that they had wasn't. And I'm sorry to say, CM Punk wasn't fighting. I'm sure he was going to make an appearance. <laughs> he did a good promo and everything. Talk about that. Um, he got the real title. MJF has a replica one that he bought in the store. So that little stuff, I think that was like the best part. But I mean, there was there was good matches. And that's where I'm going to go with the ratings. Ratings are bad. AEW sucks. That's not true because if you took the time and watched some of those matches, some of them were really good matches. So ratings don't tell you if wrestling is good or bad. It just tells you that people were busy on a Saturday night, which we all expected on a Saturday night. It's not always going to do that. Let's see next Saturday when it's live and so on and so on. Um, I still say this is like a three-month process. If they have bad ratings from, for the next three months, then we'll be like, oh, it's going to get canceled. It is too early to say, hey, we're going to AEW is going down the drain and all of that. And um, I like, I love AEW. I'm a big WWE guy. I, I'm WWE all the way. WWE comes first. But um, I, I, I love the, the other choices I have with AEW. I feel like people keep comp- competing them and comparing them to WWE. You can't do that. WWE has been doing this for too long. This ain't like before when it was McMahon. Man versus um, Ted Turner. Well, you got a billion dollars. Now, I'm a billion dollars. How do you beat a billion dollars? A billionaire? You become a billionaire. This is not about that. They both have the money. It becomes now about experience. How to run a company. And all that. Tony Khan has a lot to learn. And people need to step up. The veterans and everything just need to step up. And all that. that's like me. Uh, let's, let's change it a little. I'm a gym owner. I've been a gym owner for three years. I'm not competing with LA Fitness. I'm not competing with Platinum Fitness. I'm not competing with 25-Hour Fitness. I'm not competing with with somebody who has a small box gym that been doing this for 20 years. I've been doing this for three years. If I have 20 members, I'm not competing with someone who has 300 members. I'm going to do the best I could do with what I got, and that's it. And that's how people have to see it, but they don't want to see that. When WWE does bad or their ratings go down, I don't see a breakdown. I have never seen on social media, oh, WWE did this much rate. It went down this much. They're going to do. They're going down the drain. No one's doing that. <laughs> they're only doing it, and it's hard. And one more thing about the AEW hater, and I'll, I'll shut up, the video game. I'm so upset because all I saw before was these horrible photos and stills. Like, look at, look at the graphics. Look at the graphics. I've seen actual video of the game now. I've seen stories. The, the stories that they have in the video game, it looks awesome. I haven't sat down and played. I don't, I'm not I'm not a gamer. I don't think I ever will sit down and play the AEW game or WWE game. But from what I've seen, I, I, I wish I could play it because it seems really cool. It looks cool. It, it seems that they just took the, mo- the worst pictures. And that happens with anybody. It happens with a human being. If the person is talking, you take a picture or the of the or your your screen freezes and your tongue is sticking out or you, we have one eye closed. It's going to be a bad shot. So it, I just feel like a lot of people just want to see AEW crumble, fail, go out of business, and then what do we have? We already saw what we had before, three, four years ago, WWE doing bad ratings and bad storytelling and everything. So let's thank that 
maybe WWE stepped up because of AEW. But they always yeah, say I, I competition is good. I'm sorry. No, no, competition yeah, is good. Like, That's it. Go. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, no, because I kind of, me- I think I mentioned to you, I was like, you know, and this goes when WWE was taping, um, knowing the results for people that couldn't wait to see the show impacted the show because you already knew what was happening. So I already knew, I said to myself, I said, this is not going to be good for AEW. Hopefully, you know, I know once in a while it's okay, but I'm, I'm just hoping it's not a normal process for them, like every other week. Because I'm sure taping on a Saturday, because, you know, they are on a budget, and they usually sometimes try to tape two or three shows sometimes in, a, in one night so that they can have it for the week. But um, I'm, I'm happy that we have competition. Like you said, competition is good. And maybe, like you said, with WWE seeing that they are selling at 70,000 people, which is WrestleMania level. Yeah. That they go, they go, oh, wow. Maybe we have to take them a little bit more serious. Because if they, I would like to see them try to do that in the U.S., right? And to see if it actually happens the same way. But it may happen too. People love wrestling. Like us talking about it right now, people love wrestling. It doesn't matter if they're AEW or WWE. They may just go just to say, I was there. Like you want to do next year for yep. Kobe. Um, if I, I'm gonna use some math problem real fast in my head. Um, let's just say that's even numbers out, so it could be a little easier. Let's say they have seventy five thousand tickets sold, which is very close what they have right now in Wembley Stadium. That means there's like twelve thousand empty seats. I bet you any money somewhere in social media, <laughs> people are going to talk bad about AEW for not selling out those twelve thousand seats. You, yeah, meanwhile. <laughs> you're, go, you're going to find yeah. it somewhere. Like, oh, WWE could have sold those 12000 AEW can't because they suck. Blah, blah, blah. It's just, like, let it be. That is something big. This is going to be AEW's biggest show. I hope the wrestling is good. Not just because the, how much they make at the door. But come, get us to give some credit. If you don't want to give credit, then just stay shut. I, if you put me in a boat <laughs> all by myself with, with wrestling, I think I'll be fine. Because it... Talking to wrestling fans all the time, and I gotta stop on Facebook and everything. There's always stuff, and I they say something, and I'm like, I'm not gonna answer it. I'm not gonna answer it, and I answer it, and it becomes the biggest argument. No, you can't have your opinion. You can't talk without saying nothing. You have to agree with everybody, and that's just everything in the world. Also, heaven help if you that's say, true. "Hey, I want to vote for this person," or "I believe in this," you get attacked. It's my opinion. You had your opinion. I'm gonna give you mine, and that's it. We don't have to fight about it. But that's that's what the world we live in. But on that well, note, I Raymond. Hope... <laughs> okay, I was gonna say really quick. I said unlike the real world, I hope that you know we can find a happy medium because at the end of the day, business is good for us, and we need to enjoy it because without it, we wouldn't have a week worth of wrestling. Because maybe WWE, uh, NXT, AEW, Dynamite, or Collision. Or TNA, wherever it may be, we have at least a week's worth of wrestling every week, guaranteed. Raymond, I'm sorry to tell you, it's not going to happen. We're going to be fighting forever. Just hate the game. Fight forever. <laughs> there you go. What a cheap plug for that. <laughs> um, on the last note, I forgot to ask you: Are you going to go to um, NXT next week? Uh I may. I haven't got the invitation, so I'm going to take a look and see if it's out. I know this week was pre-taped, so we'll see. You know, I, I you know why I asked you that, right? I, oh, wait, you didn't watch NXT. I didn't. Unfortunately, with the 4th of July. So, no, I did not. Oh, Judgment Day is going to, is going to be there. Oh, wait, I got to look for it. 
Yeah. Mommy. I gotta yeah. see mommy. We're, we're gonna have one one of a, a great match. It's gonna be Finn Battle versus Carmelo Hayes. And he says that um Judgment Day will be there. So Ooh, yeah, that right. will be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So let's see where that goes. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, not see you gonna make me you know, guess what I'm doing, folks? As Hector tells me, I am filling out the form for NXT. There you go. I saw something on Facebook about uh, early call or something for tickets. But yeah, I, I live in New York, so. But um, look at us. We're doing an hour sh- episode without Mark. Oh, wait, one more time. AEW sucks because Mark would have said that by now again. So I don't think he would have said it like that. You're being a little harsh. But okay. Okay, I'm sorry. CM Punk sucks. All right, that moving is, on. That is not true. <laughs> Because if CM, if, if CM Punk would have had a match on Saturday, I'm pretty sure those ratings would have been a little higher. But anyway, I'm going to give a quick shout out to the Wrestling Universe. It's a great store in Queens. They have a lot of um, signings, meet and greets. I don't have the list of upcoming signings, but yeah, go check it out. It's in Queens, New York. And in Long Island... There's a great Mexican place, which they are have. They have multiple um, locations. I go to the one in Melville, Long Island, Lucharitos. It's half wrestling, half Mexican food. They have awesome wrestling pictures up on the wall. It's a great vibe. They have karaoke night. They have everything you want for a good time. Go check them out if you're in the area. Raymond. Well, my usual plug is going to be please check out Give Kids the World. Uh, is a great foundation that does things for kids that are in need. And also check out Hearts of Reality as they do have special events coming up for the end of the year uh, where you can meet your favorite uh, reality stars from Big Brother, Survivor, so forth, and some WWE folks or NXT folks. Um, but yeah, check that out. And I am done right now, and I did finish my form, so I will see you guys next week at NXT. <laughs> All right. All right. So that's a wrap. So, everyone, take care. See you guys around soon. Have fun. Enjoy yourselves.